0: Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel. It's time once more for an update on my top 10 holdings and dividend income. I'll be sharing with you how my top positions have changed between mid-July and mid-August. This change is in part driven by my contributions and by market activity. It can give you a sense of where I am allocating new capital and which of my investments are doing well for me. In addition, I'll be going over my July dividend income and my dividend income for this year thus far, plus where I think I might end up at the end of the year. Let's jump right in. My top 10 holdings as of August 12 make up 26.8% of my entire dividend portfolio. This is an increase of 0.3% from last month, where the top 10 holdings made up 26.5% of my total portfolio. The market value of my dividend portfolios has also increased very nicely, as a result of the many green days we have seen during the past few weeks. As of right now, my portfolios have a value of $129,635, which is more than $11,000 higher compared to where I was on July 19th, when I did my last holdings update. Quite a nice increase in the span of less than a month. The bulk of this increase is a direct result of favorable market returns. Whether the positive market sentiment will continue is hard to predict, but no matter what the market does, I stick to my strategy of investing in high quality dividend growth stocks. My current dividend yield has declined a bit and sits at 2.29% right now, but my expected annual dividend income has gone up and it usually does every month. In the last update, my projected dividend income was $2,913. Today I am projected to generate $2,972, which is $59 more. Not a huge increase, but an increase nevertheless. I'm also very close to rounding out a nice and even $3,000 in annual dividend income. I think I should get there by next month. Maybe even sooner if I see some nice dividend increases in the coming weeks. Okay, let's jump right into the top 10 holdings right now. In first place we have Tiro Price Group with a 3.5% allocation. Tiro was my largest position last month as well but my allocation has increased from 3.2% to 3.5%. I am still adding new money to this position every week, and it is well below my maximum cutoff of 5%, so there is still plenty more room for this position to grow. The dividend yield for TRO has come down recently, as the share price has climbed along with the overall market. It currently sits at 3.63%, but I was able to get in above 4% near the bottom in June. I've been buying TRO on the way down, and I'll keep buying on the way up, so long as the price remains attractive in my valuation model. Overall, I still carry a loss on this position of about 7.5%, but it's a big improvement of where this position was a month or two ago. My yield on cost is 3.36%, which means I can still squeeze more yield out of Tiro right now compared to my average purchases in the past. My second largest position is Charles Schwab with a 2.8% allocation. The stock was my ninth largest position last month, so it's climbed quite a bit but still sits pretty far behind Tiro. I've been adding to the stock on a weekly basis, but a significant reason for the increase in value has been the favorable price movement during the past few weeks. The dividend yield is 1.17% right now, which is almost in line with the 5-year trailing dividend yield of 1.15%. However my price to free cash flow screener still suggests the stock is a good investment. I'll likely add some more capital in the near future, but should the share price continue to climb, I may pause my contributions. Schwab recently announced a nice 10% dividend increase that is payable later this month. This was a very pleasant surprise as investors already received a dividend increase from this company earlier this year. In February Schwab increased its dividend by about 11%. Two dividend increases in one year is perfectly fine with me. And may I add these were both very respectable double digit increases. I know Schwab doesn't pay a high dividend yield but the growth has been impressive. Overall I am up about 18% on my position with a yield on cost of 1.39% that is more attractive than the current dividend yield. In third place is Mastercard also with a 2.8% allocation The stock doesn't pay much of a dividend with the current yield being 0.55% This is more of a total return play for me with some dividends on the side but I am counting on strong dividend growth to continue well into the future Right now I have a modest gain of about 1% but I remain optimistic about the future My fourth largest position is Texas Instruments also with a 2.8% allocation Texas Instruments was number 3 last month and falls down the list slightly this month as I have not been adding to it recently. The stock doesn't look as attractive from a dividend yield perspective right now as some of the other dividend stocks on my radar. The current dividend yield is 2.48% with the 5 year trailing dividend yield being slightly higher at 2.57%. My price to free cash flow screener also points to the stock being slightly overvalued right now. I have a modest gain of about 4.8% and I will continue to hold my position until it becomes more attractive from a valuation standpoint. The 5th largest position is Humana with a 2.6% allocation. Humana also drops down in the holdings list as it was the 4th largest position last month. The current dividend yield of 0.63% is slightly lower than the trailing dividend yield of 0.66%. I have been adding a little bit more to my position during the past few weeks as on occasion the stock does present a fair valuation in my price to free cash flow screener. It keeps going over and coming back down so some weeks I buy some more and other weeks I do not. I have a decent gain on this position of 15.2% with a 0.73% yield on cost that is better than the current dividend yield. My sixth largest position is Visa with a 2.5% allocation. Visa was also the sixth largest position last month, but sees its allocation drop from 2.6 to 2.5% since the last update. The drop in allocation is primarily due to the stock not having as favorable returns as some of my other holdings. The current dividend yield is 0.71%. So from a yield perspective, it's better than its main competitor, Mastercard. My price to free cash flow screener points to Visa being an attractive deal at current prices so I will likely keep adding to this stock in the coming weeks. My overall return for the stock is a small loss of 0.6%. I've been investing in Visa for almost 2 years now and while the flat return is disappointing I will wait patiently for the stock to reward me in the long run. In 7th place we have Stag Industrial with a 2.5% allocation. Stag was not part of the top 10 holdings list last month and it climbed the list mainly due to favorable share price appreciation. This read had a pretty bad spell in June and early July, dipping pretty heavily. I continued to add to this position following the decline. And since about mid-July, the stock had a nice rebound. It's up about 15% during the past month. But my overall position still has an 8.1% loss. I have a 2.5% allocation cap for STAG in my portfolio, so I likely won't be adding much to this position in the future. But as my portfolio grows, there will be room to continue topping it off. In 8th place we have Domino's Pizza, also with a 2.5% allocation. Domino's was the 7th largest position last month, and it dropped on the top 10 list, primarily due to not as favorable returns. The stock performed nicely in May and June, as most of the markets struggled, but it lagged in terms of total return during July. On my price to free cash flow screener, the company has been flirting with the fair value price range, so I've added a little bit here and there to my position since the last update. Overall, I have a modest gain of 6.7%, and I may be adding some more money to Domino's in the near future, as it's still very close to being fairly valued. In 9th place we have Aries Capital with a 2.4% allocation. Ares was my 10th largest holding last month so it jumped up one spot this month. I have the same 2.5% maximum allocation cap on this stock as I do on Stag, so there is still little room to top off this position in the near future. Ares is by far the highest yielding position in my portfolio. My current yield on cost is 8.63% and the stock generates 8.9% of my total annual dividend income. I do have a small gain here of 3.1% and I will likely add a little bit more to this position in the coming month. And the final and 10th largest holding is another REIT, Realty Income with a 2.4% allocation. Realty Income was not part of the top 10 list in July, but it did make the list in May and June. I have added a little more to this position recently, but much of the climb on the holdings list is due to favorable market returns. The stock is up about 7% during the past month, which is a nice gain for my favorite monthly dividend payer. Overall, I have a 7.6% gain on my position, with a current yield on cost of 4.28%. The two stocks that were part of my top 10 holdings list last month, but have dropped off this month, are Amgen and Main Street Capital. Amgen is sitting in 11th place, and Main Street Capital is number 13, right behind Lowe's. In terms of allocation, they are all very close, and could pop back into the top 10 list next month. I have been adding to Main Street Capital recently, but I have not added to Amgen for a while now. Okay, let's jump over to my dividend income tracker now. My total dividend income for the month of July was $158.57, which was a 7.12% increase over April, the prior corresponding month on the dividend calendar. July of 2022 was also 78.17% higher than July of 2021. It's nice to see consistent dividend growth in my portfolio. July wasn't as high as June, but quarter-ending months are where I received the bulk of my dividend income. My forecasted dividend income for August is about $172.00. Which would put me right in line with May, so perhaps there won't be much growth in the current month, but it's still early. For quarter 3, I am on pace to cross the $700 mark, so Q3 should beat Q2 in terms of total dividends received. Year to date through July, I have received $1,442.76 in dividend income, which is about 11% less than I received for all of 2021. I probably won't hit $3,000 this year, but I may come very close. I continue adding more money to my portfolio. I have about $1,600 set for automatic investment each month. And on top of that, I make extra contributions as I earn some income here on YouTube and on Seeking Alpha. I also reinvest all of my dividend income, which helps the snowball grow as well. I think my annual contribution is right around $20,000, maybe even a little higher. If I will be able to maintain this contribution level, and my portfolio will keep averaging about 10% dividend growth per year, I can expect to hit $8,400 of dividend income in 5 years. in 10 years, and a little more than $71,000 in 20 years. I would be very content with these numbers. I realize that many things need to align to hit these forecasts, but I continually look for ways to invest even more money into my portfolios. I'll keep documenting my journey here so you can see how it all shakes out. That's it for today. If you enjoyed the video, please give it a like and subscribe to the channel. Thank you for watching and see you next time.